So, thank you for joining the Chaos Cast. We're glad you came. We hope you check out our sponsors. We hope you check out our website. And we hope you join our email subscription list. And we hope you leave a good review and hit that follow button, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. And thank you for helping us with the show. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a good one. We also hope that you will join us by uh, in supporting the Chaos Cast by leaving us a review if you're listening to one of our podcasts hitting the follow button and sharing that podcast out to your friends also go check out our daily content that we share on all of our uh, social media platforms on tiktok instagram facebook youtube clapper and snapchat and twitter we're on all those we're uploading fairly regularly so go check those out and give us a give us a follow on whatever platform you use and hit that notification bell so you'll get notifications when the new content's uploading. So we thank you, my friends, for coming to listen to Chaos Cast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Waiting for that screen share to pop up. Welcome to the Chaos Cast. We are waiting for our screen share to pop up. I might have to stop it and restart it. All right, let's go back in, pull that up, and we're going to share it. All right, we got it shared. So welcome into the Chaos Cast. This Bama Power is the worst because they, they in our faces all the time showing up like kings. And exactly, Gary E. Exactly. Um, and it's always these kids whose daddies work their butts off. You know, I can tell that older guy, his dad had money and taught, and his dad came into some money and they, they run probably a small town or a, a little neighborhood or they got a business and it makes them feel like they're somebody that, hey, we can pull up in our pontoon and block a whole riverboat full of people because we got lawyers. That's, that's, that's the whole thing. I know these people. Uh, I've seen these people all the time. They're kids were the punks in school but you bust that kid's mouth in school their mama was right there that, 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 that my baby. your baby's been picking on everybody that's the type of people that start that drive pontoon boats up to uh riverboat um dock docking area probably that they paid for and uh thinks they can go and just jump on uh, uh just a regular old guy trying to work his job and move their boat so that the uh, all these people can get, get off the boat. We're gonna play it for you. So if you're wondering what's going on, we're playing the video. The guys moved their boat. Now the guy with the visor. Now I always watch that guy from from the country that's wearing a visor. He thinks he's somebody. Just watch that guy. Now they're they're jumping on him, trying to fight him. He threw his hat off. He's signaling for help. Granddaddy's trying to fight him. Um, now, now the grandson's jumping in. Now they're all, it's as a family, jumping on this poor guy because he was doing his job. They've all been probably drinking. They're all filled probably with, with moonshine that they bought from uh, uh, the Tennessee Moonshine Company up in the Smoky Mountains. 
They, they, they wouldn't know where to buy a real moonshine. They wouldn't know how to handle it. And that guy's trying, he's actually trying to get out of the conflict, even though, now you got what they're calling Aquamane. Aquamane jumps out the boat. I have to come in, Aquamane. He swam from the boat to defend his co-worker, hops up on there, and he's defending his co-worker. Yeah. Okay, now they're trying to walk away. The boat ain't docked yet. The boat ain't docked yet. It, I don't know if this is going to show the footage. Might have to watch some of that language. It gets pretty wild. He's going back to argue with them right now because they keep running their mouth. Now the police are coming in. That's what it is. He's not going back to argue with them. He's going back to state his case before they lie to the police. And hey, these people will lie to the police. And then the police, a lot of times in these smaller towns in Alabama, it, it, they're scared of these people because they pay their bills. Uh, they pay their salary is what they feel like. They, they, they know a guy that knows a guy that owes them a favor. Everybody works in favors. These businessmen work in favors. Okay, so we just now seen, um, we seen Visor. The guy with the visor got thrown down by a woman. <laughs> a white woman got in the fight. She grabbed visor guy and threw him on the ground. Now Aquaman is fighting him, beating the tar out of him. You have the officer. He's he is uh, he is actually arresting the the dock worker that was moving the boat. And I, there was another video I seen of a woman saying, they don't need to be arresting him. He didn't do anything. They jumped him. Well, and of course they did. You had, you had, I, it wasn't, it wasn't Visor. It was Visor's little brother run in or his, his little bigger brother run up and shut him. He hit backwards hat. I think that's backwards hat. We'll call him backwards hat. He runs and pushed him. He has the white swimming trunk, so. No, he Oh, yes. Uh, Colt Prime. Yes, yes. They deserve that. Now, a lot of people were seeing this whole thing against Jason Aldean's song, uh, Try That in a Small Town. Well, first off, Montgomery's not a small town. But second off, this is a little taste of what happens in a small town when you mess with the wrong people. Now, I will say a lot of what I think Jason Aldean was talking about was Antifa. Now, when Antifa came into town, you had the black people with the white people, and they all showed up with guns down in Scottsboro, Alabama Square. They were trying to protest over something, tear the town up. You had all the old people in town, the law enforcement from about four or five counties come in. Well, Antifa drove their bus through and rode away. They didn't get out. You had a peaceful protest for a change, which is what we want. You know, the police are trying to sort it. They've let the dock worker go. They've let Aquaman go. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of things happen here. We've seen... <laughs> All right, let's get off that one. All right, they know they're in the wrong because they should have voted. Exactly. Um, now, you got to realize, these are the same type of people that, as I was growing up, that... Um, would would use the um, use racial slurs towards my cousins. Um, we had one of these women 
come in to McDonald's wanting a discount from my cousin while she was working uh, at the cash register. She was one of the managers. And she said, or she was wanting something for free. She said, I can't, I'll lose my job. I have kids to feed. And the woman told her, I don't care about your blanking kids. And um, my cousin was about to go over the, the uh, she was about to go over the counter at them because that woman had called my cousins a racial slur. Uh, we dealt with this growing up. Um, these are the same type of people you deal with. Um, now, I will say this. I mean, our family's fairly integrated. We have uh, mixed relations. We actually have um, African-American in our bloodlines. We've had blood tests done. Uh, so we are. We do have uh, my cousins, um, Sherry, I think, or Sandy. Might have been Sherry's sister, Sandy, had these tests done. So, hey, we've always, you know, got along with everybody. We don't care, you know. Um, everybody's welcome, you know. So, um when I see things like this, I get angry because um, these people just thought they could do what they want. You have that. Do you realize if you are uh, country folks, I, I want you to realize this. You, you, these are the folks you need to stop. These are the problems that cause us to look bad. This, this is the thing. So they associate all country people with this, this one little group of town runners. It's the same people that that uh, will go in and mistreat people in church and run people out of church. They're the same people that label people like me white trash because I live out in the country. Um, I, we have one guy, he, he grew up with my my uh, uh, my parents and my uncles, and, and he is, he is, all his life, he has struggled to become part of this group. And he, he made fun of me a, a number of times and would say, you live out there in the redneck woods. And he was so proud. He knew all the council members and yada, yada, yada. And, and some of the council members is good folk. Don't get me wrong. But some of them uh, are like second generation money and they think that they're they're better than everybody. Thank Murdo family. That's what you're dealing here. Old Visor, when he come running out, backwards hat, white shorts, his, his cousin and a half, uh, probably, um, you know, his uncle's brother, uh, cut, they, they got in into the fight with these people because they thought they were above the law. They, they thought they could do what they wanted to. You know, and in preparedness, don't go looking for fights. You know, they, they teach you this in martial arts. They teach you this in the military. Don't go looking for a fight. But when the fight comes to you, and I'm going to tell you, that dude, I think he was like 60-something years old. And, and we have the incident. We have it on, uh, have like a video of, uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, one of the, the red shorts, the one that come running in there. Oh, 60-year-old man weld on that face and this shows him in the video he's got uh, toilet paper rammed up in his nose he said i guess a 60 year old man can throw down but uh again share this live out if you're just now coming into the chaos because we are discussing the river brawl the montgomery river brawl you can't i mean i can watch this thing over and over and over again why because because it's just desserts. It, you know, a lot of people are trying to knock on Jason Aldean's song, try that in a small town. This is what happens in a small town. Try that in a small town. What you have is some drunk, rich white kids, and it's always the rich white kids. It's always the skinny rich white kids. And, and I'm gonna tell you, you can, you can usually spot them in, uh, you can usually spot them in the country and in the small towns when they, if they're wearing a visor. 
You know, we wear hats. We wear trucker hats. We wear solid hats. But when you see that guy wearing that visor, that's money right there. You can't afford to wear half a hat unless you got money. You can't afford to do that down here. I'm just going to tell you. And so visor over there got slammed to the ground. Uh, Backard's hat, white shorts got sw slammed to the ground. Uh, his little brother had to get on doing a TikTok about getting, he, he got he got that face tore up. Now, you had a 60-something-year-old man, dock worker, moves a boat, riverboat comes in. Well, then you have the ensuing fight. And we're going to play a little bit of that for you. Dude's got a white chair. The bloody chairs just went up, y'all. He's beating Grandpa down with a white chair. Now, that white chair... That white chair has been immortalized, my friends. <laughs> I love it, Visor's logo. <laughs> hey, you can't. Hey, you know you got money in a small town if you only wearing half a hat because you can't afford to wear half a hat if you ain't got no money. I'm telling you, can't afford to wear half a hat. You gotta, you gotta have that to cover your head while you're doing the work. When you're out there working on the site, hey, when I work construction, you had to have a hat. When you're working at the mine, you gotta have a hat because it helps keep the sweat out of your eyes. When you ain't got no hard work in your blood, you're wearing a visor. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. You know they got money in the country. They got a visor. They got a visor on. Don't be wearing no visor. Hey, Kate, we got you, girl. Uh, Kate's one of my mods. Respect the mods, friends. You know you got. You know you got money in the country. So I'm, I'm explaining that right now. This is what happens in a small town when the rich folks overstep. Now, Montgomery, again, not a small town. You do get a little bit of a small town vibe. And this was not just African-American black people, you know, beating down these white. There was a there was a community came together right there. We had a community come together. You had African-Americans. You had white people come together. It was a white woman. She grabbed old visor and threw him straight to the ground. I was proud of her. I was proud of that moment right there. Um, what I'm seeing right now, you're, you're seeing, you're seeing the potential for a nation to come together over this is uh, the potential to be torn apart over this. Jason Aldean ought to come in and do a, mu a music video to this because this is what happens in a small town. You come in and screw around and try to throw your weight around, park your boat where it ain't supposed to be because you're drunk and you think you're Superman. You, first off, hey, everybody in the country's been watching wrestling. I'm going to tell you this. Well, hey, I was listening to our youth pastor preach at church the other day and he was talking about the people's elbow. He was talking about, you know, coming down on somebody on a trampoline, you know, when he was a kid. Hey, we wrestling fans. That's something everybody can come together on out here in the country, no matter what, who you are, Mexican, white, black, uh, Native American, Indian, whatever you want, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody can come together on that. And, and you've seen some real folding chair action. Now, we're seeing a lot of people come in um, with, uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing remakes of, uh, of, of the, um, <laughs> my mind's done went blank. They're doing the remakes of, uh, of, um, <clears throat> Lord help, uh, the social justice, uh, uh, fight back in the fifties. Um, Malcolm X, they're doing the, the remake of Malcolm X, you know, with the AK 47 looking out the window, uh, <laughs> or whatever is some type of fire. He's got the white chair sitting there looking out the window. So the black community is, is just enjoying the heck out of this. Hey, love it. Why? Because, because, and this is the thing you got to realize, the skinny rich white kids, Antifa, has went and and took every Black Lives Matter rally, every protest, and turned it into a riot. Those skinny rich, they're predominantly skinny rich white kids. 
Okay, so they've taken this and turned them into uh, into riots and tried to make African Americans look bad under the guise of social justice. They tore up minority neighborhoods. They've done all kinds of terrible things to to try and cause this racial division. And then, you know, you see again the skinny rich white kids that took off the ninja costumes. They went out on their pontoon boat and they got drunk, threw on their their visor. And it's time to go out here. We're going to throw our weight around. We got some money. You can't tell us we can't point our, park our boat here. Now, oh, lo and behold, what you did come back to get you. Yeah. Yeah, this is a epitome of it. You know, I would say, and you can look at a lot of um, minority neighborhoods in the inner city like small towns. So let's just say that. Let's just throw that out there. Uh, these people, they all know each other. They all watch out for each other. They all take care of each other. So when somebody comes around there and messes around with one of them, yeah, everybody's going to, they're going to take that. That it, to me, I guess, is the epitome, um, the epitome of uh, the Jason Aldean song. I mean, that applies both places. See, what Jason Aldean was talking about was Antifa. Antifa. Those little uh, pajama-wearing ninjas, little skinny rich white kids that love to come in and destroy minority neighborhoods. Well, here they got their just desserts because their their country cousins got too drunk out on the pontoon boat and they got the tar beat out of them. We're going to say that right here, right now. Hey, Jeremy, it's good to see you. We got my buddy Jeremy Calgaro who's coming up on Facebook and uh, I think he's feeling better. He just got over some sickness. So we're, we're glad to have you in here if you are just now joining the Chaos Cast. Uh, go go ahead and hit that follow button. We're glad to have you. Somebody likes how I say why. I, I don't know why. How's it different? <laughs> Karen, let's talk about the Karens that were involved here. Now, like I told you, these are the same people. That, these little white chicks you see in here. That's the same one that's going to show up at school the second her kid gets his just desserts. When he gets his teeth knocked out by kids, he thinks he's better. And he's wearing a, he's wearing that visor. I'm telling you, he's wearing that. You can only wear to, afford to wear half a hat in the country if you don't do no work. I'm telling you. You can only afford to wear half a hat in the country. So visor over there, he's one of that group. I'm telling you. We've been fighting these people for years. Who muted? Who muted? I hate haters. See, this should bring us together. White folks, black folks, Mexican folks. These are the people. The skinny rich white kids are the ones that we're having to fight, folks. Caveman. One of my mods, Caveman's coming in. He says, "I don't know. I don't have one visor in my hat collection." He doesn't. He doesn't, folks. I don't know. Know yeah, that for sure. Having- one stream of income. So I'm coming in to W. Hi, I'm Nev. I run Double Press, a print and design studio specializing in recent print, branding, and web development. Oh, Lord. I gotta go Running and business is something. Pause it. Yeah. We're always having technical difficulties in here. Um, but yeah, um, so we're going to play you WFLA now. Um, so we have um, this is a local news site uh, so Montgomery Alabama they, the mayor has had a lot, it's actually going on right now if you want to go look for it um, Montgomery Alabama is having a um, 
that dude, I'm telling you, he grabs old grandpa up. Before the youngins jump on him, he's got control of grandpa. He's got him in a chokehold just pushing him off. I mean, he ain't even hurt him yet. Uh, you got that that one uh, dock worker that comes in. Um, that one dock worker comes in and uh, tries to help him. Let's see. Let's get this unmuted. Into the YouTube live comment section. This is a story that has really... This is JB, JB BNO WFLA now. On social media. I mean, this has went viral. This is all over the place. Uh, people having everybody's doing podcasts. Everybody's doing talks about this. Don't go screwing around with people. There's this this thing you see with certain people, and you're seeing this Karen here. Let's talk about this Karen. She's in an aqua blue. Uh, she's in this aqua blue, um, you know, onesie skirt thing. You know, probably like a swimsuit type deal. I think she has a visor on, too. I'm not quite sure. Yes, she's got a visor on, too. Now, women are okay wearing visors because, hey, you know, some of these women, they, 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 hey, they look cute in them visors. But I'm going to say, let's see if we can rewind this. Does she have a visor? Let's see. She comes running in. And we do see her. The beats. No, she's got a full hat on. After witnessing this video. She's got a full hat on. What has been described by some people online as something that feels like fight in the water. <laughs> Just, but in real life, between a group well, of... Not all the white people's in the wrong, some of the white people's fighting with them. Aquaman, there goes Aquaman again. You never, you never can't, it never gets old watching Aquaman jump in and swim to the dock. I love it. I love it. Again, share this out. If you're not following us, hit the follow button. We are a preparedness group. We can normally talk about survival and preparedness and try to help you uh, to be prepared for disasters and emergencies so that you don't have to worry about the government just screwing you over and not showing up like you did in Katrina and a whole different number of things. Or if the government just plain collapses because it's corrupt. Uh, sometimes karma is going to come back around and going to bite you. And our government's fairly corrupt. Don't ever switch way you look, no matter what political party you're in. I don't know anybody that likes who they're voting for right now. I don't know anybody that really likes their politicians. Let's just be honest. Let's all say we're on that same side. <laughs> Visors and flip-flops. Now, I like a good old flip-flop now when I'm at the beach now, Yellow Cake, but I got to wear my boots and uh, my steel toes when I'm out working and, and everything. And I, I, I go barefoot if I'm out on a boat. Heck, that ain't nothing but water. But anyways, um, we, we're seeing... We, we're, we're just seeing this thing go viral. That white chair, they're saying the white chair is, is uh, selling out right now. That's the daggum Home Depot. Uh, now, you got to realize on my Facebook Live, we got a lot of our local folks. I'm going to just shout out everybody. I love everybody. Uh, th there's probably a lot of these people that live nearby that, that have visors. Not all of them are bad, but I'm going to say, I think you got more money. Then I, I think you got too much money if you wear if you got your advisor. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can't afford to wear half a hat in the country. You can't afford to wear half a hat when you're working hard. Um, <laughs> the Crocs. I, I like I like a good Croc because you got a little bit of toe protection there if you're out in the woods. You know, you got to go from the water to the woods. Uh, some of them hay dudes now, them ain't nothing but glorified house slippers, but I can wear them outside when I gotta go feed the chickens, um, or I gotta go pick a garden. You know, you don't wanna throw you, your boots on, it's like, you know, but I'm just, I got this specific thing against visors. Uh, when you take, when you got half a hat, 
You're not bad. Women can get away with wearing visors. Maybe kids, but I wouldn't let my kid. I don't want to raise my kids that way. I don't know about you. Uh, they got Crocs that are still toads, is what cavemen say. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I, I like some Crocs. I like some good Crocs. Uh, still toed Crocs. I didn't know that, but I'm gonna see if I can wear them to work. Uh, yeah, I see people mowing the yard in Crocs. I mean, <laughs> them's the, them's the throwaway shoes that don't never get thrown away. Race. And clearly, you were going. This turned into a big race thing, folks. They, they want to turn everything into race thing. When clearly, the, the, this was this was just people dealing with a situation that need to be dealt. Come to his to his defense. How you doing, Bobby? Good to see you. This is just disturbing. The entire thing is disturbing. Papa Storm says he wears visors because he's got locks. You get a, you get a pass if you've got dreadlocks. You got to be able to wear a hat. I this group of white voters. Somebody ain't got dreadlocks though. Ain't got no long hair. You don't need to be wearing no visor. And the good folks over at Storyful um, who provided us. Hey, brother Shane, good to see you coming in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call everybody on this. We know you got money if you're living in the country you're wearing visors, because ain't no way you can afford to wear half a hat. Not when you're working hard. Maybe if you're retired. You can buy a steel toe kit for hey dudes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, Lord, take care of you. Lord, take care of you. I'm going to tell you. Somebody gave that person that idea to invent that kid. I'm going to tell you. And it was a lot. He's like, hey. And there's a lot of cursing going on. I try to keep this family oriented so everybody can watch it with their kids. Every once in a while, one of my buddy Kev comes on. Sometimes I have to I have to put an explicit warning. Montgomery. He breathes cuss words. But I still love him because he's so funny. He's my best friend, and he's from Australia. Um, well, it, look, it, it's it's something that is occurring just in central Alabama, we can say. I want to give everybody a map to show everybody exactly where this transpired. Again, on... I'm, I'm over here demonizing visors in the country. You can't be wearing no visors, not... My apologies. You can't, be, you can't afford to wear no half a hat if you've been working hard. Back in but you can wear one if you got dreadlocks or long hair. Women can wear them and get away with it. People with dreadlocks, they have to. That's the only way they can wear a hat. So I understand completely. And it's Saturday, and there is a dinner cruise uh, that is uh, trying to pull in their boat, a riverfront uh, dinner cruise is trying to pull in there. So this guy's explaining right the whole thing. On one of the but he's kind of bored, uh, you know. Montgomery, Alabama. And uh, as they're trying to pull in, in. they see the tourists. But apparently they're making arrests. Um, you, you've seen where they had the old uh, pontoon boat family. Um, that They're going to be immortalized in Alabama history as the pontoon boat family. Uh, the pontoon family. Uh, that most of them were the, what got me is the women got involved in the fight too and they, they I didn't see them getting in no handcuffs was it was it some kind of misogynistic thing well we're not going to arrest these women hey equal rights folks rest them women too um, now we have Mama Tot come in on it Mama Tot just says it like it is I love Mama Tot she is uh, the mother of Alabama um, she's the mother of Alabama um and she says that's what's gonna happen when you get them folks out there and they get drunk thinking they're superman on on the pontoon uh yeah that's i mean you see it all the time you know it's the thing alcohol gives you wings alcohol everybody thought red bull alcohol gives you wings in, in your mind 
I don't. That's why I don't drink. I, I don't drink. I'm, I'm sober. I'm, I, I don't. My, my family's had a lot of issues when they got drunk, um, and I seen that in an early age, and I decided to stay away from it because hey, I didn't want to end up in jail. I didn't want to end up, you know, losing my license. I didn't want to end up in no trouble. Hey, if, if you're thinking about going and getting drunk on the pontoon, just remember. Just remember, things is going to happen. And if you're wearing a visor out on the pontoon, I'm just going to tell you, you're probably going to be the one that everybody's going to remember on the video when you get your tail whipped. Now, we had a brawl over, uh, it looked like Crab Island down in, uh, down in Destin, Florida. You know, another incident, people on pontoons. People on pontoons running their mouths back and forth. I'm just going to tell you, hey. Don't go out on the pontoon, get drunk, start running your mouth like you're Superman. And and don't ever be wearing half a hat. Don't be wearing half a hat. I'm just gonna tell you that. This was one of our uh cavemen said the majority of people overestimate the toler their tolerance to alcohol. I, I can testify to that. Working at Sonic growing up, seeing my family growing up, uh numbers of friends. Having being a minister and having numbers of people that have come to talk to me after they've got in the trouble, yeah, don't, don't everybody underestimates their their, their self when when they they get a little bit of the bubbly inside of them. But yeah, this was a uh, this was hilarious. I'm just to tell you, this was hilarious watching this. I, I seen now I seen one like one of my friends was kind of trying to defend this guy taking this. Hey, you in a brawl? You got in the brawl. Thank you, Serenity. I appreciate you. You got in the brawl. So you know there's probably going to be something getting thrown. You know there's a possibility of violence. No, I mean, they're saying, well, that was a felony. Maybe so. And I ain't going to say that people will not get prosecuted for certain things. But hey, in this situation, I mean, there's got to be some, you know, people got their just desserts. Yeah, I've seen that mom running down there. I've seen her come into the school, I don't know how many times, and one of my buddies is in trouble because her little son run that mouth. He run that mouth. He thought he was bad. Him and his buddies was standing there. That's when people used to wear them wife beaters. That's trying to look like um, that little backstreet boy. And they'd have a t-shirt on. Or a, they'd have a, what am I saying? They'd have a button-up shirt on over over a wife beater. And they'd run that mouth. And then they'd get the tar beat out of them. They'd get the tar beat out of them. And um, that's the same ones you'd see wearing that, that, that little half a hat visor over there thinking they're cool. And uh, everybody sees that ball spot. I cover mine up. I cover mine up. I can't afford to be out in the sun with half a hat. I don't. I don't want to show it off. You know, I ain't ashamed of it. But I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get sunburned. I'm just telling you, I ain't got nothing up there to protect me. We got nothing. Up, I gotta have a full hat. She spit it. She spit at him. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. Don't be spitting at people if you don't want to get hit in the mouth. I, hey. We've seen a lot of equal rights happen right here. We've seen a lot of equality happen right here. The women, they got the tower beat out of them just like the men did. The, the Now, I don't understand why that little mama right there. Now, that, I, I hope she got arrested coming back from, school, from the school trying to get her kid out of trouble for starting a fight. We got people laughing. I got my mods. They're all having a good time here today. I, this was just an episode to have fun. Uh, to to just joke around. I'm trying to do more stuff like that, just just to get on. But I mean, in all reality, man, it's clear who was in their own. This is the stuff, man. This is the stuff you deal with in the country. This is the things you deal with. 
go watch that Murdo, the Murdo uh, family. I mean, everybody's done a podcast. Everybody, Netflix has got a special on them. Those are the type of people you deal with out here that control everything. And their kids think they can get away with murder. Their kids get into positions. Their kids walk around chewing on that gum. And their kids are the ones that just walk into positions. Oh, I got a college education. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hop in. And they screw up the factory. They screw up, they, they pee everybody off. This, that's what's wrong with America right now. Skinny rich white kids. I'm gonna tell you, that's what, that's, that's, that's your Antifa on one side. That's your politicians on the other. That's your people that are running towns. That's your corruption. Skinny rich white kids. I almost guarantee you a majority of the corruption in the FBI, the CIA, the, the leadership in the military, our politicians, they're all skinny rich white kids. I guarantee you. And if they're not, it's because they got too old and their, their metabolism slowed down. But at one time, they're probably skinny rich white kids. And they probably have half a hat visor in their collection. We got, see, more confirmation here. We got Bobby here. One of my uh, one of my buddies, Bobby, that comes in pretty regular, says, LOL, I'm a fat, poor kid. And I'm right there with you. Now, I'm not like... I guess, if I'm honest, I'm fat. I'm about 250 pounds. Some have some muscle. Yeah, I do some push-ups. But, uh, yeah, I'm poor. I can't afford to go to the gym. I can't afford to go to the gym. Um, it's, yeah, I used to go to the gym, and I was a little skinnier, but I ain't never been skinny, what you'd say. I've, I've, been, I've been a little bulky. You know, I'm like, <clears throat> I got down to 11% body fat one time. Skinniest I've ever been in my life. Uh, everybody thought I was sick. Yeah. But I got, I got something to survive on. If you got body fat, you got something to survive on. I will say this. If the apocalypse ever did happen, the, the skinny rich white kids ain't going to be prepared. They ain't going to be prepared. They think they're going to be prepared, but they ain't. Money ain't going to help you. You ain't got nothing to live off of after your house gets raided and all the food gets took. That bunker, once it gets blowed open, hey, you ain't got no fat to live off of. I don't know why you do that to yourself. I don't know why you do that to yourself. Bobby says, father and adult now, but still poor and fat. And I make 5000 a month and still poor. What? You rich, man. You rich. I bet you got you a visor. <laughs> that, that joke's going to keep going. Uh, uh, Yellow Cake says they used to call these things uh, party barges. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a pontoon. Now, look, I ain't got nothing against a good pontoon. There's been a lot of rednecks. Uh, they got a hold of some some uh, rich folk in town's pontoon and turned that into a mighty fine duck blind. I'm gonna tell you, they got a hold of it and um, and they turned that into a party party. You'll see them. It's those abnormal looking ones that you know somebody didn't buy that thing from the uh, from the the lot. I mean, it's got more than one slide on it. It's got a satellite dish from like the the 90s hooked on it. Somehow getting reception. Somehow they figured out how to get. Uh, free satellite through that old satellite dish. Uh, they, they got um, a full-size refrigerator bolted into the deck. I mean, double doors and everything. They've got it filled with with all kinds of deer meat and jerky and all that. How you doing, Sarah Lou? We're talking about the. Um, we are talking about the. Uh, thank y'all for that hat there, Sarah Lou. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Y'all give my friend Sarah Lewis uh, 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 a follow. I said a shout out, but I'm giving her a shout out. Y'all give her a follow. She's good people. She always comes in here and takes care of us, helps us out. Um, but yeah, they, they got, they got, you know, when you go into a redneck pontoon, you're looking at, this is a creation. This is somebody's cast off 
and somebody with some ingenuity seen some opportunity. Now, we're not going to talk about the ingenuity where you got the, the pontoon boats. It's got the, the mobile meth labs on them. Hey, that ain't right. You don't mean to be putting that stuff in, in the water. Uh, we're trying to culminate a good bass fishing atmosphere down here for the sportsmen uh, to attract money to Alabama because you got too many too many places run by one family in Alabama that's got too much money and too many visors, I'm telling you. Um, we got t- Tommy Williamson in here. Good to see you. Catfish, yeah, catfish, yeah. Don't be killing off them catfish. They're bottom feeders. They're going to eat whatever sludge you throw in that water. And you don't need some grandpa over at the Mud Creek Barbecue over eating eating his catfish and all of a sudden he's testing positive for meth. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh yellow cake. No, I'm not really streaming on YouTube anymore because uh just got to be too much. And cla- yeah, Clapper has got a lot of glitches. A lot of the glitches you're seeing here are because this is like a uh three or four year old LG stylo phone and uh yeah, I'm, I apologize. I'm working on getting another phone, some better equipment. Um, once I get, I'm looking at Spotify, getting a, uh, a uh, getting a setup where you can, it's a it's a pay thing on Spotify, but I'm looking to try and get that working live stream to multiple platforms directly from Spotify. So hopefully I'll be able to hit TikTok and, and all the other stuff there and then just hit Clapper on my iPhone, which you got better perception. But um, yeah. In Cali, five thousand a month is considered poor. Oh, Bobby, you live in California. I feel sorry for you, Lord. You see, my friend Bobby, he lives in California. God, we know he's under uh, persecution, just in everyday life. They're on the edge of poverty out there, and and millionaires are on the edge of poverty in California right now, Lord God. I just pray that you just protect him out there, God. Don't let him get stuck with no needles on the road. Don't go walking on no roads barefoot, Bobby. I'm just going to tell you, don't go walking on no roads barefoot. Uh, you might step in some human defecation. You might get your foot stuck with a needle. You might get an accidental fentanyl overdose just from walking outside barefoot. So be careful out there. Uh, and when you get ready to exit that, that, um, that, that, um, Lord, that barbaric state and you decide to come over here to God's country in Alabama, um, hey, go check out the Huntsville area. I'm going to guarantee you get more bang for your buck. I'm telling you, they're putting up some nice spots over and we got some good fishing and some good, some of the best whitetail hunting in the world out there. Uh, how you doing, Jen? Good to see you. Good to see you. <laughs> Bobby said, thank you, Lord. He's T.Y. Lord. <laughs> hey, pray for our Californian brother. We got, I, I'm going to tell you, um, there, I think there's uh, there, there's a, a large population uh, of just good old folks in California that are being persecuted by Hollywood and the rich elite out there. Um, and let's just pray for them out there and pray for um, the Lord to help them. You know, that, that millionaires are starving out there. I'm telling you, millionaires are starving out in California right now. And um, and we just need to pray for our brethren out there. There's some good folks out there, and, and they're just struggling to get by. They didn't ask for that. They didn't ask for that. <laughs> North Carolina. I might be going on up in North Carolina here in October. Uh, doing it. We got a cabin. When we go on vacation, we just go out in the middle of nowhere so nobody can bother us. Yeah, don't you don't want to get out? Don't want to be bothered. I ain't going there no river boats either. I don't want to get get tar knocked out of me by some kid with a visor. Um, but yeah, um, in all reality, 
don't, I mean, that, that is the best preparedness. <laughs> Yellow cake said in Jesus' name, amen. There's a lot of people praying for you over here, Bobby. There's a lot of people praying for you over there. Uh, uh, Lord, helping people in California. We got a lot of good folks out there, God. <laughs> don't let them be out there uh, getting fitting all over noses by walking out there barefoot. Don't. Don't go walking barefoot in California because you might get a fentanyl overdose from a discarded needle. Um, yeah, I've seen the elk up in the Smoky Mountains, and they, it's it's a getting to be a pretty good size herd out there. We'll be elk hunting pretty soon out here. <laughs> It'll be mainstream. You don't have to pay so much. Um, and we're getting coy wolves because the red wolves that have been released are breeding with the coyote, <laughs> and so we're getting these uh, the, these very intelligent yet pack-oriented animals. So, toy wolves, is, that's that's a crazy thing to deal with. But um, I ain't never seen nothing. A good uh, moss bird um, can't deal with in a pinch. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, but uh, a, a good moss bird 590 with an 18-inch barrel takes some uh, chambered from magnum shells. Heck, yeah. About like a 10 gauge right there. That'd take out a whole pack of coyotes. You hit them the right way. Um, coyotes is just a vicious animal. Coy wolves is an even more vicious animal. People say they're not here, but I've had friends that seen some pretty good sized coyotes, and we know they're coy wolves. We got bears coming in down here in Alabama now. They're coming from uh, they're coming from Tennessee because the elk and the wolves have run them out. I guess I don't know. Coy wolves they got a hold of them. <laughs> Bobby's wearing Crocs right now. Again, we do allow Crocs in your redneck uh, wardrobe. But, you know, it's been a good thing to have everybody here. I guess the thing we can finish up today with is just to tell you uh, <laughs> half a hat. That, Jerry, you know it's half a hat. <laughs> you you know you can't afford to wear half a hat when you're a hardworking man out there. You can't afford that sunburn on your head. Ain't no real man wearing no visors. You know you got money in the country if you're wearing half a hat. We'll just say it like that. See, I made that rhyme. Y'all didn't even know I was coming up with that kind of stuff. Y'all didn't know I was going to be mixing up in here. But, um, yeah, this is one of them good fun shows we're going to have. If you ain't following us, hit that follow button. Um, if you um, enjoy this type of streaming, thank you for them sunglasses, Sarah Lou. <laughs> I forgot mine out in the car. Uh, again, give Sarah Lou, uh, give Caveman, give Big John. Give Kate four seven. Uh, is ju if just me, Beanie's in here. Give her a follow. Give Bobby a follow. These are people that come in and support the show every day. You got we got Jay Will. <laughs> I ain't gonna say Jay Will's real name, but he said, "Ha ha, that's true." You know, I'm telling you, true. You, you can't afford wear half a hat out in the country uh, unless you got money. You either ain't working, living off daddy's money, or you got a cushy job sitting in the chair and you ain't got to worry about protecting your head. Uh, and you ain't got to worry about keeping the sweat off your, off your face. Sometimes I still get sweat in my face, even though I got this little visor band up here supposed to keep it out. Tell you what. But um, I guess the best preparedness advice I can give you in this situation, don't go getting yourself into needless situations. It's the same thing I tell women. You know, I always tell women, make yourself look like less of a target. Because you're not going to see groups of men going around or, or groups of people going around looking for men to rape except maybe in prison and people say well that's that's uh that's uh anti-woman that's uh misogyny no it ain't no because maybe she can take them on 
Well, just saying, maybe she's got a, a, a submachine gun tucked under her. Uh, maybe she knows incredible martial arts skills and she's got superpowers. I, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. But why get in that fight if you can avoid it? Because it's always going to take a toll on you. I'm just telling you. And I'm going to say it not just to women. I'm going to say it to men. I'm going to say that to children. Make yourself look like less of a target if you are in a bad situation. Don't go getting into a fight. Don't, and that's a rule for every area. That's a rule for every area. What smiles do? What smiles do? <laughs> I don't know what smiles did. Um, but but that's a rule for just regular everyday life. Avoid fights. I mean, you may think you look tough, but that might just be the alcohol talking. You may think that hey, it's gonna be great. I'd rather have I'd rather have friends than enemies. If I can make an enemy into a friend, that's a great day. You know, that's that's the best day. Because I'm going to tell you, when you're in a pinch, it ain't your enemies that's going to come save you. Sometimes the Lord will intervene, and yes, your enemies will save you. But uh, we'll just say that most of the time, it's your friends. It's, it's your family that's coming in there. Now, we did see a family get the tar beat out of them because they showed up for each other. I'm going to tell you, I ain't supporting family getting in that kind of mess. Don't go start nothing you can't finish. Don't go getting in no fight. And I'm going to tell you, don't go getting in if you don't have to. You save all that energy for the real stuff. When they're trying to get up in your house and kill your family, save that energy for when you're out there on the battlefield and and they they're trying to kill you. Uh, save that energy for when you know when you you ain't got no no choice but to get out there and do it. But uh, I want to pray with you today. You know, I I, I do try to talk uh, um, with people every day in our devotional a little bit about my faith. Um, this has been a fun live today. We had a pretty good group of people come in today, but. Um, Today is August the 8th, and I'm going to read from Max Licato's uh, Grace for the Moment. It's a true, uh, let's say, safe to believe. When Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end of death as the end. Romans 6 and 5 through 6. Don't you love, and this is what Max Licato says, and this comes from his book, When Christ Comes. Don't you love that sentence? It was the signal of the end of death as the end. The resurrection is an exploding flare announcing to all sincere seekers that it is safe to believe. Safe to believe in ultimate justice. We just seen some of that. Safe to believe in eternal bodies. One day you'll see that in Christ if you give your heart to him. Safe to believe in heaven as our estate and the earth as its porch. Safe to believe in a time when questions won't keep us awake and pain won't keep us down. Safe to believe in open graves and endless days and genuine praise. Because we can accept the resurrection story, it is a safe it is safe to accept the rest of the story. As a Christian, you ought to accept that resurrection of Christ because if you hadn't re- been resurrected, the whole thing was just a it, it was just a crazy nonsensical story but there's so much behind it good to see you Ben um, that has been the essential God in my life uh, Jesus Christ when I've got outside that purview I've made mistakes, I've started fights I didn't need to be starting, I've, I've got in trouble I didn't need to be getting into, I've done things I didn't need to be doing there's going to be a lot of people that try to uh, disregard that belief, that faith uh, and, and try to prove to me He's not real. That's useless. Because, see, you're coming at me with scientific fallacies in a lot of ways. 
I can come at you with scientific stuff, but I'm not going to argue that with you because what the God I believe in is outside your scientific law. I've seen too many coincidences that can't be really considered coincidences anymore in my life to consider to consider just coincidence. I've seen too many specific needs met. I've seen too many healings. I've seen too many people um, changed, just completely changed from a relationship with Jesus Christ. A lot of the hurt you see in the world that people have towards the church is not because of Christ. It's because of what we call church people. And church people, some of these same church people are some of the, are the some of these same types of people like you've seen just right here that was in this fight. They think they're above it all. They think they're above sin. They think they're above the law. They think they're, they're above judgment. They can do whatever they want and it's okay. They teach their children these things. But then, God is just God. Judgment always comes. You reap what you sow. And what they had sowed, they reaped right there on that dock. They got a white chair upside the head. So, one of the things you're going to realize, even if you don't get your judgment here, you will get your judgment one day. That is the promise of God. One day there will be a judgment for all corruption, all evil, all sin. Those people that that uh, took advantage, those people that done wrong, those people that lied, that stole. Johnny Cash... Uh, <clears throat> Johnny Cash, uh, so, uh, he, he simplified it in his song. Uh, says, to the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell them that God's going to cut them down. There's going to be a judgment one day. Those people that gambled with your situation, gambled with your finances, those people that lied, that talked about you, that went behind your back, those people that started fights on boat docks, doing stuff they wasn't supposed to, wearing visors. If you don't get forgiveness from the Lord, now you can get forgiveness now. Anybody can get forgiveness. And Jesus will change these things. Jesus will change these things. But one day, if they don't, if, if they don't get judged here for what they're doing, they'll get it before Christ. He, he will be just to do that. And we all know there's going to be a lot of politicians, a lot of elite in the world that are going to have to face this. There may be some that come to Christ. There may be some that change. There is that hope. You may feel like you are one of the worst people. I want to give you that hope. You may be one of these people that just got their tar beat out of them on the dock with white chair. You may be that type of person. You're rising now. You need to make a change. So I implore you, give your heart to Christ. Be a better person. He'll help you be that, but you feel like you can't change. Hey, Jesus can change you. Jesus Jesus has changed things in me. Jesus has changed things, man. And I asked you today, if if you don't know him as your Savior, I'm going to tell you, you need that change. Maybe you're one of these type of people. You wear half a visor. You think you're better than everybody. And you realizing now, hey, this is going to come back to bite me. Hey, pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know. I know I got problems. I know I got issues. I know I'm arrogant. I know I'm, uh, I, I know that I, I'm prideful. I know I think I'm better than people. God, this ain't right. I'm boastful. I lie. I steal from people. I make other people's lives terrible. God, help me not to be that way. Help me to be a better person, Jesus. You know, Lord, free me from this sin. And then, Jesus come into my heart. 
I accept you as my Savior. And I'm going to repent from my sin. I'm going to quit living that way. I'm going to quit thinking I'm better than people. I'm going to quit mistreating people. I'm going to quit getting out here and getting drunk and thinking I'm going to fight everybody and start trouble at the boat dock on the pontoon. And Lord, you didn't ask me in the Bible, but I'm going to probably stop wearing that half a hat. I'm going to quit wearing visors because I know what kind of signal that sends. If you ain't been here in the show, you know what I'm talking about right now. I told you in the early part of the show, if you if you go out into the small towns in the country and they're wearing half a hat, you know those people's got money. You know they ain't out there working hard because you can't afford to wear half a hat when you're working hard. I'm telling you, you get sunburn on your, on your bald head. You get sweat in your eye. You can't afford it. You can't afford it, I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, if you prayed that prayer today, you found freedom in Christ. You found uh, a defender, an advocate. You found somebody that's going to make you a better person. <laughs> yeah, Lord, help them with sticking their feet through their crocs. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I seen that. I seen that when I was studying on this. Hey, they got them still-toe conversions for you Crocs, folks. Make sure you get real good Crocs because you don't want to be messing up with them TMU Crocs when you're out there trying to do something. I'm going to tell you. A lot of, of push-mower accidents have happened when you've been wearing, when people have been wearing them them cheap TMU Crocs. I'm going to tell you, some, some folks lost some toes. Just get the, just get the, uh, the dad blame still toe uh, conversion kit, and you're gonna be all right. Um, yeah, but don't go, don't be going around wearing half a hat. That is a blasphemy against everything God created hats for. I'm gonna tell you, ain't no reason in the world be wearing half a hat out there in the middle of the summer like this, because either you're gonna get the rain on your head in a th- in a flash thunderstorm like we have in the south, or you're gonna get sunburned. Or you're going to sweat down in your face because that thing ain't engineered right to keep that sweat away like these other hats are. I'm just telling you that. Most of y'all wondering where that's coming from. You go watch the podcast. Go watch. Go follow us on the Chaos Cast on uh, all your podcast form, uh, forums. We hope you We hope you had a good time. We hope you feel encouraged in Christ today. We hope you, you feel encouraged in your walk with the Lord today. Um, that, that's one thing we want to try to do. Um, <laughs> chair, chair. Chair Wright Tubman uh, spoke up and spoke loud. <laughs> Again, follow us here at the Chaos Cast. We have tons of uh, outdoor material. We have tons of training and tutorials. We have blogs on our website. We have everything to train you how to be better prepared for disaster, how to be more able to survive in the woods. And I'm not telling you to go out there and just try to survive because we just had a couple people out in Colorado that just died. Um, because they didn't know what they were doing. You can't go out and live off the grid in the woods when you just watched a couple of YouTube videos and bought some books. You got to know what you're doing, and you're never really going to be off the grid if you're going to be out there surviving. Even the mountain men came back in uh, to get supplies. I'm going to tell you that. So don't do stupid stuff. Don't go out in the woods and die. Go listen to that podcast. That's an interesting. We're going to talk about a lot. We talk about a lot of people that went out in the woods and died. Uh, because they thought they knew or they got in a bad situation because they wasn't paying attention. I guarantee you a lot of those folks at one time in their life probably wore a visor because they thought it was a good idea. <clears throat> and we're just going to say that right now. Greg, Stacy's good to see you, my friend. I ain't seen you in a while. Mag Davis, I hope you're getting the feeling better, bud. Hadn't seen you in a while. Tell old Angie I said, hey, <clears throat> you've seen five seasons of Alone. You're ready, Jamie. You're ready. Now, don't go out in the woods. I've watched five seasons alone. You know what I gather? Even though I know a whole lot of stuff, I'm still probably going to starve to death at some point out there if I, if I don't use common 
since. So uh, I hope that you enjoyed this live. I hope you'll listen to us again. And I'm going to tell you, y'all have really come through. Y'all paid for um, our website this year with your contributions on uh, readywise.com using code chaos10. They will, they're doing pre-orders right now for their pro, their new pro mills. You ain't, hey, you think you got uh, a pro mill? You ain't need a pro mill till you get a hold of one of these here pro mills from Readywise. Hey, top notch, secret formulas. Hey, that's the kind of mills I want when I'm out on the trail, uh, when I'm out in nature, when I'm out doing my backpacking and camping. That's the kind of mills I want to eat. Uh, hey, I don't know about you. Maybe maybe you're fine with, with just ramen noodles and mashed potatoes and spam mixed together in a bag, which actually, now that I think about it, that sounds mighty, mighty good. So they ain't nothing wrong with carry some of that too. But hey, Pro Mills gives you a taste of home. They got gravy and biscuit. They got chicken pot pie. Hey, these things are about to go live and you can't use the code on the Pro Mills yet, but when they go live, go stock up on Chaos 10. But Chaos 10 will save you 10% at readywise.com and readywiseoutdoors.com on anything that's not on sale and it will help you be better prepared. You'll have that food your family needs. You'll have that food your community may need if you want to stock up in that manner. Um, And then you can go check out PackFreshUSA and use code EDGE to save 10% because see, hey, we can't all afford ReadyWise. I understand that most of my preps are beans and rice. And right now, it's paying off that I put some money, that I invested in beans and rice because right now the rice is going through the roof because India has cut it off. They've cut it off. They're not shipping out no more white rice, uh, no more non-Basmati rice. Um, Thailand's saying they're going to keep shipping out, but how much longer? And we're also looking at sh- sugar shortages. So get those bags, get those instructions, get those oxygen absorbers, and put your own food up, put the staple foods up, so that you'll at least be able to have some basic foods in a disaster to help your community, to help yourself. Uh, Caveman is saying Raymond noodles is styrofoam, and and I'll just say this: I like the chicken flavored styrofoam. I like it. I, I, I eat too much of it at one time, and I think it crashed my gut. But we love y'all. We hope the Lord helps y'all. We pray God gives you strength through these uh, chaotic times. We pray that you can make it through, and we and we hope that you don't have to suffer the stupidity of the skinny rich white kids wearing visors out in the country. I'm going to tell you that right now. We don't put up with it. I'm going to start carrying a white chair everywhere with me. I'm going to carry one everywhere with me now because I know that works. I've watched it work. Uh, uh, Well, say what? I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, Hit that uh, follow button and um, I hope that uh, you had a good time. We we talk about preparedness. We talk about disaster, but we, we don't want you to be afraid we want to give you the ability to not be afraid we want to give you the ability to be prepared that when these things happen the people that are scared well you can give them some advice you can give them some help you can help them um i think now we're gonna to have to really start worrying about helping some of our neighbors the ones that ain't really helping you know Maybe you've got yourself established in your preparedness for emergencies and your neighbors, hey, you might need to start growing a garden to help them out. Maybe get them, find a way to get them involved. How you doing, Doomsday Podcast? My buddy uh, Jester from the Doomsday Podcast. Uh, you can go check him out on all the podcast platforms. Look for It's Doomsday Podcast. Uh, he is the uh, inventor, the, the uh, progenitor of uh, prep stock. 
Y'all don't have prep stock, and, and I don't know what happened. I didn't get to go because I'm too poor. I can't go up there. I want to one day, but and one day I will, and I'm going to go to uh, the Georgia Bushcraft. But uh, go check his podcast out. Go look at prep stocks. He, I, I bet they probably already got tickets on sale for next year's prep stock. There you go. Say what? Be prepared and have Jesus. That's how I can always say I'm always prepared and never scared because I got the Lord. No matter what, if I lost my food, if I lost my, my ammo, if I lost whatever I had, I still got Jesus and I've watched him bring me through every situation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, touch him, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all later. I got to get supper ready for kids. I'm, I'm making egg and bacon sandwiches. Thank you for joining the Chaos Cast. We're glad you came. We hope you check out our sponsors. We hope you check out our website. And we hope you join our email subscription list. And we hope you leave a good review and hit that follow button. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. And thank you for helping us with the show. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a good one.